We are in the Blue Moon Listener Lounge in Idaho's 94.9 The River. And today, we're having an opportunity to visit with Early James, who's in town for a show tonight uh, at the Olympic, opening up for the Lone Bellow. Welcome to Boise. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been excited to have this opportunity to visit with you ever since I heard uh, music from you a couple months ago. I was uh, at one of my music blogs and uh, ran across a song, and it instantly uh, uh, connected with me. And uh, I'm excited that you're here today so that we can introduce you to Boise. Absolutely, man. You've been here before? Never. I've I've heard about it. Going to a lot of places for the first time over the last few weeks? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you are about to release a new album, uh, in fact, very soon, uh, Singing for My Supper. What, what does that feel like to have something like that about to be uh, there for everybody to hear? It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit, um, it's just been ready for so long that I kind of, I've shown it to everyone I know already. Uh-huh. So I feel like I already kind of know how most people are going to feel about it. So it's not too terrible. And it's kind of snuck up on me, honestly. <laughs> but I'm sure there, there will be like a, a second round of, of just just feeling overwhelmed. Have you had a chance to like hold vinyl or a CD yet or anything like that? Yeah, we've, we've got them actually on this run. Oh, we'll you have do? them for sale tonight oh, at that's the Olympic. Great. Yeah. Excellent. Well, um, I thought this would be a great chance just for uh, Birmingham as a long way from Boise. So I, I, my guess is a lot of our listeners are just discovering your music. How did you, um, w- 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 how did it begin? Was music something that was in your uh, home when you were a kid? Uh, uh, how, how did you get into it? Uh, I had my, my parents listen to a lot of what I, I didn't think was cool music back then, but now I think is pretty cool. Um, but I just uh, kept asking for a guitar until I finally got one at 15 because I had a, a couple of buddies who played. Uh-huh. And, um, and then just, I think, just uh, also hated school so much yeah. that it, they went together, like, to, be right. a, to play music out at a bar when you're 16. You somehow feel cool. Right. <laughs> now it's just depressing. But, uh, <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, I just for whatever reason stuck with it. I just uh, did you self teach your? Uh, did you teach yourself how to play guitar? I took lessons for maybe uh, three or four lessons, uh-huh. and it just YouTube was cheaper, and we I am that first generation that got to just learn how to do things for yeah. free, like, right? So. And it's right that you can just watch it too, and you can do it. You can. Yeah, you it's can whenever you it want, down. right? Like you hear all the other guitar players talk or any. Uh, instrument um talk about him slowing it down uh on the record player and like it being real deep but they could still learn how to play it and uh, uh. but i just had to hit like times 25 speed or point right. 25 speed or whatever so how uh, uh songwriting was that something that came to you naturally or uh how, how you know like when you wrote your first song was that like oh so that's how that works um, no, I wrote a lot of lame songs and I like knew they were lame, uh, for a while and still write lame songs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think just the first time I played in like Troy, Alabama and re- played, uh, one of my songs and somebody clapped for it, uh, that was like the, that was the hook for mm-hmm. sure. Just something that you create, someone actually took the time to listen to it and. 
Well, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be listening to these songs that you have written uh, and maybe have uh, a better opinion of them than you do, actually. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about you ending up on the Easy Eye label, which is Dan Auerbach's label. Yeah. And one of my favorites. Uh, I, I, I am so impressed with the body of work that he has sort of uh, nurtured and created uh, on, on um, recordings. How, how, was, how did that happen? I mean, did you, uh, how, you know, you're, how, you're a young kid in Birmingham, and uh, um, all of a sudden... I got my, my buddy Ryan Saab, moved, long story short, uh, Ryan Saab moved to Nashville, and we had a mutual friend uh katie pruitt oh wow and, um, she just uh, released an amazing record yeah nice and um so we had had her in birmingham at a house show and she graduated high school with my other roommate so it was just like a real small world and when ryan moved up to nashville her manager is uh clay bradley and so he was working with dan because of kendall marvel who uh -huh. put out a record and uh so I think Clay showed him like a, a YouTube video from three years. I also think Dan was only interested because his son's name is early. Oh, really? If it had just been like, listen to this guy, like Mike Johnson, uh, he would have just walked away. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then I think I met him like at the day after that. They called me up to meet and... That's basically what happened. So if I read correctly, you went from writing music by yourself to maybe collaborating with some other people uh, during this process? Yeah, with, uh, with Dan, he's got uh, just an extremely long list of, of songwriters that he'll get in there depending on who he thinks is going to be right. Uh -huh. Like, um, man, I, <laughs> I know all these names, but you just asked me. All oh, no, that. But like... Uh, yeah, just a whole host of, of people that uh, it's it was fun to just like, because when you're alone and you're writing a song, you're just like, it, it's only your intuition or your judgment. And right. sometimes it's like, man, that, that line's really good. And then someone would be like, that line is stupid. <laughs> and can even explain why it's stupid. And then having that, it's I would compare songwriting in a group setting is just like throwing uncooked uh, spaghetti noodles at the wall until one sticks. Right. And, uh, and so when you're writing with other people and if you're writing, if your songwriting is coming from a really personal space, uh, all of a sudden collaborating on songwriting with other people, that, that, that takes a, that, it's a, a bit of a step, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I think it was just like, can I, do I feel... Uh, open or honest enough with these people to just be like because they would have a good line but I would have to be like well it doesn't pertain to even though it sounds good right? like I would have to eventually I would have to just break down and explain like guys <laughs> I did this thing once and I'm ashamed of it and we need to write it about that so I just would tell them the whole story and then that would if honesty went a long ways uh, sounds a little bit like therapy <laughs> Had a lot of people tell me that, yeah. Or when I we when we were in there, um, it was I think uh, Dan or somebody said like, "Man, this is like way more expensive than uh, 
than like the therapy you could be getting. Like, <laughs> you owe me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, now you're in a position where you, you, these songs that you've written from a personal space about things you've done, everybody's hearing them now. Uh, and what's that feel like? Weird, I guess. Because, uh, I mean, I, don't, I try to write a, 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 a relatable song or like... Uh, uh, a narrative, uh -huh. at least a loose narrative, but there's still going to be people that have, like, they're going to make it about them, and that's okay. Right. So as long as they like, if, as long as it makes them feel like there's another human being out there making the same mistakes, that's cool. I think I think what you're doing is, is creating, um, whether you know it or not, and you'll find that on the road, but connections with people that these folks that connect with your music because they've gone through something similar and yeah. it's very cathartic for them. Yeah, for sure. I think it goes both ways. Um, we're really, uh, really grateful that you would come by today because I know you've got lots going. I mean, you've been in a car all day and uh, you're playing a show tonight, but um, I really appreciate that you're here and uh, we would love to hear some songs from you. As simple as that. Absolutely. I wash my dishes in the dark One big old shiny stain I can't tell apart But come October I just might get soaked Lord, I thought admitting Was the hardest part Don't wash my hair hardly at all But I could split a hair with a cannonball I guess I'd compare it To a half-bold heretic Riding on the fence Whichever way it falls all this dead, this dust, this rust It's what I'm all about Lust, disgust, or bust Well, hell, I guess that's just my route I won't wash up I just wash off
I forgot to ask earlier, um, how did you find your voice? Because your voice is unique, it's distinctive, uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, how, how, at what point you thought, oh, you know, I, I, I'm going to sing that, I, I can do this. I tried, I tried for a while to, like, um, sing just like how it normal, like how it naturally comes uh -huh. out, and couldn't really hit high notes, but I, like, got, got to listen to a lot of like Howlin' Wolf and yeah. blues artists and noticed that it seemed like they didn't, well, I know they, at that time, had smoked a lot more cigarettes <laughs> than me at 15. <laughs> but um, it just seemed like they were singing from their diaphragm or they were singing wrong. So yeah. I tried that, and it was a lot easier. Nice. And knock on wood, I haven't lost my voice from doing it. But oh, I've good. had a lot of vocal trainers or teachers tell me, like, I'm not going to be able to do this forever. So. Oh. Well, let's just prove them wrong. Uh, uh, all right. Sorry for interrupting. But that, that, uh, and I love that song, by the way. Thank you, man. Uh, this one's in the same key. My bad.
song you have has a, 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 a several there's always several lines in there that make me smile or make me laugh or, uh, or, or make me think each time but there's some just genius couplets uh, in, in what you write um, thank you man. Uh, sorry to interrupt again but I'm so used to doing these where we have we do a song and then we have an interview portion yeah. and a song um, so I'm used to, to budding in it's not you know I should just shut my mouth, but um, I like it. I like talking. Very much appreciate having you here. Um, uh, yeah, I'll shut up again. <laughs> I'll do. Uh, I'll do one more. I'm gonna Thank try you. this one. Oh, 
Singing for My Suffer is the name of the new album uh, from Early James, and he's been doing songs from that record. Can, will you tell us the name of those songs just so that we have that on on our end? Yeah, the first one was called uh, Dishes in the Dark. Right. The second one's called High Horse, and that one was called Easter Eggs. Awesome. Uh, congratulations again. Thank you. Really Thank excited you for, for everything you have uh, coming your way because uh, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing you again. Hopefully. Um, and uh, uh, safe travels.